Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about whether or not the artifact is leaving in year four. If you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, maybe Google Play, you can always catch me live on YouTube at saynotorage.com. When you get to the YouTube channel, hitting like and share and even the subscribe button is the best way to support me. If you feel like supporting directly, you can click join and then you get perks and benefits uh, both in the chat and the Discord. Also, if you're listening to this as the 10-minute upload on YouTube, YouTube. There are links below for the Q&A and VIP. They're timestamps to the past broadcast. That's kind of our new way of doing it. If you're listening to the audio version, that stuff will just happen on its own. It'll just happen right after this section. So why am I talking about the artifact potentially leaving? There's a lot of theories floating around now. I've got the Ghost Shell blog post up that spurred on some of this discussion, some of this consideration. Even this morning, we have people throwing around pretty good theories that I, I may throw in here and include uh, in the uh, in the discussion, uh, but I do think the artifact did things that were helpful to the game. I think we're going to probably see some of that come to fruition in year four. A lot of it felt somewhat experimental. They were trying different things and doing different things uh, with with respect to the uh, the artifact. So I want to start by just briefly flying over what they got right on the artifact because I do think it brought some good things to the game. But then I want to ask the question, why would it leave? What would be the reason for it leaving? Uh, what would be the cause? Um, and then what would that mean for leveling? I want to kind of end by talking about leveling because I believe the artifact has become linked to our leveling experience. At the very least, it's very much linked to the more casual player's leveling experience. So what did the what did the artifact get right? I actually do think it brought something cool to the game with having more features, more things you could unlock and put on your guardian. And then it gave an opportunity for seasonal experimentation. Oppressive Darkness is probably going to be the fondest memory to come out of the artifact for most of us because that was something that drove... Uh, players to demolitionist weapons, moving away from damage perks on weapons and trying out really, really fun grenade uptime, especially in uh, the first season where it kind of showed up, you could run the breach refractor and demolitionist uh, weapon with anti-barrier. And I mean, you got, I think I was getting a grenade every like five to six kills. It was great grenade uptime, and then your grenade is basically a tractor cannon every time you throw it. Now, it might have been a little bit of an overswing. Oppressive Darkness may never grace us again. It may be gone for forever after year three, because it did seem a little bit too strong. Uh, But it, it could give Bungie ideas for future grenade mods that we would then say, hey, having grenade uptime is still really, really useful. It kind of it kind of tuned our brain to that wavelength, which I think is a better wavelength than damage and reload perks on guns so the artifact has kind of helped some of the player base evolve beyond you know more basic uh you know perks and and things looking for on guns also this was an opportunity for the champions to show up i've continued to sort of be in the corner of the champions i've been a champion of the champions as it were like i think that they we need more of them but i also think we need more freedom it brought something good it was a little too restrictive you know, champion mods and champions in the game right now are, I, I think, the tip of an iceberg that would be much better for combat if done properly and executed well. Uh, presently, presently, I don't think is a uh, is 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 a good system. I think it's too restrictive. But it did, I think, bring that potential to the game that wouldn't have been there otherwise. Uh, it gave really accessible leveling to casuals, you know, and it pairs really well with the season pass. You just kind of come in and you can just play and you see your artifact level up and you see that bonus power going up and you see your season level going up. And that's, I, I believe, is is something that transmits a lot of value to a more casual player. And it was a great way, I think, for Bungie to test things. I know sometimes we feel like we're guinea pigs and we're always playing a beta. But this was a way for us to try something new every other season, freshen things up, swap some things out, and it let them, it let, uh, it let Bungie, um, you know, experiment a little bit with the uh, with the various things they were trying in the game. That's why I think we're going to see a lot of this come to fruition in uh, in year four. So, secondly, let's just talk about why would it leave. You know, maybe it served its purpose, and you know, it brought in champions and champion mods that can become a more standard feature of gun customization, gun perks, intrinsic traits, things like that. Maybe champions end up having more of a presence in combat, and you know, the seasonal mods and some of the seasonal things they experimented with. With maybe they just start showing up as seasonal mods that then have that twelve months of use because the seasonal mod slot is going to have twelve months of flexibility. So it may have served its purpose. 
I'm not saying it did. I'm just sort of saying that's a possibility that Bungie says, you know what? It let us use year three as a little bit of a filler and made things feel a little bit more fresh. But now maybe the, you know, the ghost can serve some of those purposes and then other features on the, on the fragments and aspects are going to start to gobble up what the, the artifact was intended to do. Some of that's getting its toes stepped on a little bit. You know, the ghost slightly, very slightly kind of steps on the toes of the artifact as we've seen both experience mods and glimmer mods showing up here you know that's not necessarily invalidating the artifact but it's edging it out just slightly and if it gets edged out there as well as edged out with the stasis subclasses and the artifacts i'm sorry the fragments and the aspects the the, the artifact might start to feel like a, super, a superfluous addition it just, it just doesn't need it anymore it may get put out to pasture I actually would rather it stay. I'm, I'm going to say what I would rather have happen here. I actually do think it's staying. I'm, in, I'm, I'm entertaining the possibility of it leaving, and I wouldn't shed a whole lot of tears about it leaving, but I would rather it stay and have it be given some really, really good quality of life and, and have it deepened as something that sort of sets a tone for the season. We know that seasonal content and seasonal mod slots are getting an increase in longevity. You're not going to have a seasonal piece of content land and only last for three months and those seasonal mod slots last for 12 months. That's totally fine. But I did like the idea of for three months, there's certain things I can do and test out and mess around with and then it goes away and then there's new things again. Some folks might not have liked that, the artifact resetting. I actually think it's good deepen it give it some good quality of life like, you know, remove cost of resetting it and shuffling things around so people experiment more. So let's end by talking about leveling because I do think Artifact has changed the narrative about leveling in Destiny. Leveling may be changing in year four. We've seen some screenshots that are causing a lot of questions. None of these screenshots are definitive or or giving, you know, leading to a a strong conclusion because some of these are from testing environments. But there was a screenshot from a Microsoft trailer, an Xbox trailer, where somebody was level 31. And then there was a screenshot recently of somebody in uh, I forget it was the triumph screen and they were 400 power which isn't presently possible being below 750 is not a possibility right now so I'm genuinely confused why they would even have internal testing environments that aren't working with the base source code of power everybody should be 750 or higher so these are leaving us with question marks is leveling changing is leveling going to be more streamlined I do think the artifact could play a role in that because the artifact brought something sort of new to Bungie, which was XP-based leveling. We've had XP-based leveling in the game before, when you have a character level and then light level after the fact, and you're playing through the campaign and you're leveling up, and then once you hit level 40 or whatever the frick, you could start doing new things and it enabled you to do that. I think XP leveling is a nice side piece. I don't think we want to go back to a traditional nothing but XP, no gear-based level anymore. I I believe gear-based leveling, gear-based leveling has a place in Destiny. It's sort of part and parcel to the experience now where you get a drop, you check the power, you check the light level and it it's it's very clear that that's a driver of, of some of the activities still. If you look at the updates in the TWAB about strikes and powerful rewards are, are persisting, that means gear-based leveling isn't leaving. But the two can, I think, dovetail well together. They can come together and have a happy marriage of, if you play more casually, the artifact offers that kind of guaranteed bonus level, and I think that goes really, really well with the season pass. And then the gear leveling is just there. It sort of happens. I think it should be a lot more uh, automatic. I think it should be a lot uh, more, you know, RNG based is fine, but smart RNG should be there to kind of protect you from getting stuck at 1059 like I am right now. I just need a helmet. And, you know, that's that's a small, small opportunity and window for me to kind of finish my my leveling. The artifact should be complementary, not restrictive. In its current form, it's both complementary and restrictive. And I think you need to remove some of the restrictions. Number one, costing to reset and shuffle things around. Number two, champion mods being limited to a certain batch of weapons every season. I just don't think that landed well with the community. It feels too micromanagey, and it's really, really led to us brute forcing most of the champions with divinity or double izzies or guillotine in you know ninety percent of the content where they show up. People are just kind of hacking them to ribbons. So artifacts should be more complimentary and not as restrictive. I still could see it leaving the game or getting stripped down. Somebody theorized today it's going to look like this. 
this. It'll have four four mod slots. It'll have its own energy, and you'll be able to pick from you know different seasonal slots. Every season it'll reset. That's not a bad theory either. We'll have to see if Bungie's going to update us on that as well as leveling. As always, if you're listening to this content as a recording elsewhere or watching the recording, the VIP and Q&A sessions will either just happen automatically if this is audio or if you're watching the video on YouTube, there are links below for Q&A and VIP. Sometimes we're not doing VIP. That's up in the air as well. You can always catch me live at saynotorage.com and as always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a Q&A session that followed my talk about is the artifact leaving? We also talked about why it should or shouldn't stay and what it brought that was good and maybe needed adjusted or fixed. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or you're watching on YouTube, uh, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. Uh, and that'll bring you right to the YouTube channel. You can click subscribe and the bell button. Also, we're entertaining the idea right now. If you watch on YouTube, you have to use the timestamp links from the 10 minute video. I'm entertaining the idea of offering those videos to members only. If you would still like to see the Q and a and VIP sessions uploaded separately, feel free to leave me feedback in the chat or the comments or the discord if that would be good or bad that would mean your sub feed as a paying member would start having those videos hit again and I know some people didn't like how many things were hitting their sub feed Uh, I would love it if YouTube let you curate that but if you're a sub and a paying member you're going to be getting live streams and lots of videos again if I pull the trigger on that and I don't I don't want to drive people away but I certainly would like to give you an option of getting those videos again so Anyway, first question from clap for you Do you believe that the lack of good function of the artifact, such as the lack of experimenting with mods, expensive resetting, and no real use after you pick your mods, that Bungie will use these assets between armor, guns, and ghost to let the artifact fade away? I mean, it could be a handful of things, though, because it, it, the artifact doesn't necessarily need to fade away. They could learn from everything we're, we, we've said today uh, and, and in the past. You know, if you're uh, if 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 you're wanting to make the artifact better, I think there's easy ways to do that. Just removing it to me seems like a bit of a loss. They can have seasonal mods on it, fresh mods, things you've never done before. Uh, there's also just the ease of leveling for the more casual players. I think that was like a re- that was probably one of the better benefits from it that it pairs very well with the season pass uh if um if they are just going to remove it then i do think you're right some of the other pieces could shoulder what it used to do because you've got the glimmer perks already kind of showing up on the ghost now we don't know exactly what those glimmer perks were but i mean if we're honest the glimmer perks on the artifact aren't that popular anyway and then the champion mods can become standard And then the seasonal mods, you know, things like oppressive darkness and stuff like that could literally just land in that, uh, I don't know, in that realm, in the, in the, in the realm of they're just seasonally showing up. Um, And, you know, if not, then, then it's okay. I think to keep all those things on the artifact, Uh, I think the artifact just needs quality of life improvements, flexibility of moving things around, resetting things and then it would be just fine. If they're going to leave it as is, I would be I would be concerned that more and more people are going to be like just get this thing the frick out of here as opposed to saying, "Oh, this is better, they've learned, they've enhanced." Knowing Bungie's pattern, my prediction would be that they are going to keep it and then make changes. Um The glimmer perks on the ghost will be current ghost glimmer perks from 2 to 12 just like the experience they showed. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Right, and I think that's the, the the perks in general on the artifact that are uh that are set up right now with respect to glimmer are, are, are I think a lot of them are very different and very specific. So I don't necessarily think that the ghost is is stepping on the toes of the artifact just yet. But as you're saying here, guns, armor, and ghost could start to gobble up all that stuff. We already kind of saw that with the stasis fragments and the aspects. It was like some of this kind of feels like it would it would have originally landed on the artifact. Um, so it just feels like another tack of additional meta necessities. Oppressive darkness being one example. 
Yeah, and that's why I ended my video by saying it should be complementary, not restrictive. And oppressive darkness is like, it's restrictive in a different way. You feel stupid not running it. (laughs) Does that make sense? You're like, I can't conceive of not running oppressive darkness right now. I mean, why would I not? It's it's free, it's free damage thing. Um, And so if... Thank you so much, uh, Greg Smith, for another dollar fifty. <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm not really sure exactly um, what they would uh, what they would decide to do if if they keep oppressive darkness around or perks like it. Um, but running oppressive, you can also get disruption grenade mods. Yeah, I mean, creature is is in the is in the Discord chat saying he he's confident that it's going to go to the four mod slots like we saw on the ghost, um, and you know to be to be honest, I could definitely see it going that way. Like if you look at this here, you can see it's got energy four mod slots. The artifact could take on the exact same structure, maybe a fifth slot, so it it matches how many slots there are now. And as you level it up, the energy opens up, and then you have the the. the each slot has a bunch of mods to choose from. Now that would be a little bit different than what we do now, because in some of the slots you pick, you pick sometimes two and upwards of three in a given uh, in a given lane. You know, so I that that might get cluttered. Maybe it'll get more simplified because they yank things out of it that have no business being there, like champion mods. It, it's possible, you know. So, uh, Necro says, if the artifact is leaving the game, what would Bungie do to replace it? I would just prefer to make the artifact more like the trinkets from ROI. Yeah, I don't want to go back to that. I, I didn't like those. I also felt like they led to a lot of, uh, a lot of problems, you know? Um, if, if, cause you had scories, right? I mean, it's almost like you either make them chintzy and completely not worth it, which at that point, like, why? Why bother? Or you make them strong and influential, and then that's that's problematic as well. So I don't know if you could strip them down to being like how they were in ROI. As far as if it does leave the game, what would replace it? I think you would essentially... It would be like a dispersion, okay? You take everything that the artifact currently offers, and you just disperse it throughout the game. Some of it's landing on the ghost... Um, some of it lands in aspects and fragments. Some of it lands in the armor. I'm sorry, in the gun mod pool. You just gank all the champion mods out and just put them in the gun mod pool. Uh, you take some of the the seasonal ones, like Oppressive Darkness and things like that, and just throw that into the seasonal mod pool. They come in, they last 12 months. You can see here, right? This mod is fragile and will expire at the end of Season 15. So they're setting themselves up to say, yeah, when Witch Queen arrives, all this stuff's gonna going to expire and then there'll be new stuff uh so if you're if 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 you're replacing it i don't think it would be that difficult because there's a lot of places in the game it'd be really easy to disperse all those things because we don't even know if the glimmer is that simple is the glimmer only going to be two through twelve like experience i happen to think the further along you go, the more complex it's going to get. So right now, this first one on the ghost is just XP. And the next one that's like the finder with the chest, I think there'll be two types there. There'll be two types to choose from, and then they'll go up, you know, one, two, one through six on the energy. And then Glimmer, I think there'll be maybe three types, four types. Maybe they'll be dependent upon the race of the enemies or something. So there'll be a lot more variety there. And then when you get to the activity mods there's literally pages so i think each slot is going to get more varied as you go the first slot being purely xp and then the second slot being finder and then the third being glimmer and then the fourth being activity you're going to have more to choose from each time the first slot obviously only being the one it's one thing it's increase xp you just pick between two and twelve percent or whatever so It'd be easy, I think, to disperse all those benefits, but I think it would also potentially frustrate folks that really enjoyed what the what the um, what the artifact brought with respect to leveling. 
it, it just it brought an automatic ease uh, ease of leveling that for some for some is just a great great sense of progression each season and I do think that value point the value point with the season pass is 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 wrapped up in there <coughs> excuse me table JFK says Going off Necro's question, would it make more sense for Bungie to repurpose the artifact rather than get rid of it altogether? In my opinion, it could allow for something like fine-tuning your stat point placement. Thoughts? If if you've watched my content at all, especially this year, one of my mottos has been refine rather than jettison. Refine what's there rather than just remove it or kick it out of the game. So I am in agreement with you. I'd rather it stay and be improved. Now, your suggestion, though, I feel that's unnecessary. Make it allow for, like, tuning your stat point placement. If they're going to give you more... um, If they're going to give you more volition and control over stat placement, I'm all for that. We talked about that in another video where you know, 99 stat being equal to 90 is stupid. So either give us a percentage, okay... So if I get to 88 on a particular stat, that should just give me 88% of whatever the maximum refresh rate is. If you, let's say, the maximum speed on a grenade refresh is, let's just say it's 45 seconds. That's the fastest you can get back a a grenade. A A tier 10 discipline is 45 seconds. If I get to 88... Just give me 88% to 45 seconds. 88 being equal to 80 is dumb. You have lots of basically dead stat points. They're dead. They do, they're do. they doing nothing for you. They're doing nothing. There is an extra 8 here, extra 2 here, extra 3 there. Okay? So, you could say, ah, let's just give them a percentage. And I think that'd be great. Um... And, and, if not the percentage, then give me more control. Give me more control. Allow me to, you know, hey, uh, when you masterwork a piece of armor, you can control where the points go. So I'm like, okay, that thing's a 97. This plus two is going to take me to 99. I'm going to make it a plus three. Gives you a little bit of that, of that control, you know? That kills min-maxing, though. Just plop on highest stat armor available with the stats that you like. Well, I mean, that you're you're describing min-maxing. That's what min-maxing is, is finding the highest stat armor available with the stats that you like. That is that is, that is literally the definition of, of min-maxing. Uh, I, I'm confused by what you would say is, is, uh, is min-maxing. Um... I, again, either go to a percentage system on the stats or give me a little bit more control. I don't think you need to give me control over stat point placement on my on my artifact. That doesn't that doesn't make any sense to me. That feels disconnected. I use several pieces with four to five stats lower because it hits ten break points better. Um. What? Well, okay. Yeah. I mean, I. In, in in any case, most people are approaching it that way, by cult. Most people are approaching it like, I really want to have mobility, mobility recovery discipline for my hunter. They're going to put on all the stat armor they can find that leans, that has that stat lean, that stat propensity. So then they can build into the, you know, the highest tiers on mobility, recovery, uh, and discipline. That's that's what they're gonna do, right? That's that's what they're gonna they're they're gonna go for. We don't have that kind of stat distribution control to have like a true min maxing experience. It's not like Bungie gives you, you know, a um, hundred points and is like, where do you want to put the? Or not a hundred? It'd be like you know, five hundred points, and then they just ask you, where do you want to distribute these points? I mean, that's true min maxing, just giving you an allotment of points and letting you pick where they go. And they're not doing that, you know. I, so, in 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 the realm of min maxing, we are playing a game that simplifies the process to begin with because it's not that kind of game. They don't give you that many. They don't give you that many stats anyway. Um, well, I'm sorry. They don't give you that much, you know, stat point control 
anyway they give you like what what I would consider to be pretty pretty minimal uh, control and th- when if that's the case then do they give you more control or do they streamline the process of how you get stats like there's a variety of ways they can empower you with respect to stat distribution uh, Han Brolo it seems with a ce- celebratory four medallion artifact Bungie reward that they may in fact be leaving. Do you think that they will expand off of the ghost system for our armor and weapons and make you earn the mods through seasonal content rather than unlocking it on the artifact? I mean that like we said a little bit ago, it's a it could be a dispersion effect where they just disperse the the things on the artifact throughout the game. Um and then you go and earn them like this. Yes. Also, somebody brought up earlier, like, it could be a lore-driven thing. The, you know, the, the artifact we got this season could sort of be, like, the end of the matter. Um, you know, with the way they've set up the lore with it. Uh, and as you're saying, you know, they got their four celebrity... It seems with a celebratory four medallion artifact reward. I mean, that, that could also be an indication of, like, yeah, this is a group and we're kind of done with it. Um, we'll, have to, we'll have to wait and see. As far as putting the mods elsewhere and having us unlock and earn them, that could certainly be a thing that they put into the game where you know there's two or three seasonals dropping in strikes, two or three dropping in crucible, you know, two or three dropping in gambit or whatever. Um, they tried making targeted stats with the umbrals trace overrides, but they don't work at all, or they work poorly, where the selected stat's not always the highest. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I feel like the umbral was like some form of a back-end experiment that we can't, we're not privy to. I, it doesn't, it didn't feel, I, umbral, the umbral recaster feels like something else. It feels like we're looking at something through like a dark mirror. It's like, what is that? Is this really what it was meant to be? You know? You're going to go find them and artifact aspects and artifact mods that's possible too they would put them there as well creature certain aspects and fragments would be in a similar vein you know you go and get them you go and you go and grind for them uh avenger with the next question give me a second to drink here i like the concept of the artifact but they executed it poorly in my opinion do you think that instead of removing it, they can rework the system into something more intuitive and interesting side by side with the implementation of the ghost mod rework? Um, we're, we're obviously having some kind of repeats here, so I'm going to try and answer this another way. To have it work side by side with the, with the ghost, I think could be good. There could be um, trade-offs, you know, one for the other. Well, I'm not really going to worry that much about Glimmer here i'm gonna bank on activity based and then maybe the artifact can pick up some of that slack not slack i'm sorry um it i don't know i think that i think the dilemma here would be if the two get too interwoven it could it could start to really muddy the water the way this is how i look at the ghost the way i look at the ghost is they evolved it within its lane you know, its lane is XP Finder, and then they're adding in Glimmer, Glimmer and Activity as well. Like, all you, you know, foregoing, and to what degree do you want those things to happen? The artifact, to me, was more designed to say seasonal, seasonal bonus level, seasonal bonus level, and then beyond that, you know, some some light customization and things to try out and experiment with, like champion mods and oppressive darkness. Um, if if you're if you're if you're wanting that to change, number one, I think we've all asked for similar things. Get the glimmer perks off there. Take champion mods out so they're not so restrictive. Don't make us pay to rechange anything or reset anything. It's too painful. Um, So, yeah, I, I don't know how much much more we could say right now without more information other than it would be nice to see some of those things refined and streamlined. I think the ghost is completely separate. Nick, 
what if the artifact turns into a piece of gear where you can slot mods and has five slots like now and every slot can use one of the mods uh they shouldn't make the mods too strong though yeah this is what creature has been saying in the discord today that he believes it's going to look like this I can get behind that for a couple of reasons. Number one, homogenizing all the UI to look the same. Everything has an energy level and mods. They would essentially, they would essentially bring that to, um, they could bring that uh, to the gun system as well. Now I don't want to build my own god roll, but I certainly think you could do that. You could say, hey, let's let's bring, let's bring this homogenized system over uh, to the gun system. Um, if you know to me honestly it's going to be strange to be like oh the armor and the ghosts all have the same menu and the same mod slots this is really nice and then guns don't um you know the, the guns end up not having that that'd be weird so you could you could i think you could conceive of them saying no every single item in your inventory is going to have energy and then unlockable and you know equipable mods and you would do something similar to guns. Now, I still think you would chase god rolls on guns. You know? I don't think you would be like, oh man, you know, I I, I just... I, I, I made my own god roll on a weapon. But, you know, I, I could see a world where the, the, the artifact, the ghost, the armor, and your guns all have a menu system like this. You know, even your sparrow. So you can pick the sparrow perks. Uh, Flynn says, should they move the bonus power levels to the season pass instead of the artifact since the way to get bonus power is tied to XP anyway? You know, this is actually a really good suggestion. I didn't even consider that they could do this. They could say, you know, every so many levels on the season pass, you're going to get bonus level applied to your character. It could literally be in the menu there. You just go over there and there it is. Um, And then that way... They that that would completely remove the need for the artifact to be tied to leveling, which then means you could potentially remove the artifact altogether. Um, you know, I I think that the again I think that the artifact has potential, but then I also think to myself, yeah, streamlining the XP earn rate, putting in the season pass would be really really good. And you take all the mods out of the artifact and just put them in the game somewhere. It would, it, it might, it might, it really might streamline everything. Um, as, as opposed, as opposed to deepening it and making this other like secondary grind. I like the idea of the artifact sticking around. I can certainly conceive of it leaving as, you know, with some of the things that you guys are saying. I think, I think this is a great suggestion if they do get rid of it, because that was one of the value points I tried to outline in my video was that you, <laughs> that's great for casuals to get that bonus level it also means capping the power level which is something we've said needs to happen anyway the artifact needs capped limit unending leveling remember how we said it should be bonus 10 and then another 10 you can get from art from uh running um pinnacles right so you get a bonus 10 from the from the artifact and then you would get another extra 10 potentially from uh from from going pinnacle well this would work perfectly with the season pass you would just say every 10 levels you get a you get a bonus piece of power so after it finishes and you hit level 100 there's your bonus 10 done it doesn't need to affect end game content that much doesn't need to affect power enabled content that much it's just a bonus 10 that most people are going to get in the first two weeks to the first you know month and a half of a season and then it makes sense. The season pass goes away, and so does your bonus level. Why? Because the season pass is a new season passed. You know? The artifact already, in a sense, caps at 20 for most players. Yeah, maybe. Do free-to-play, do free-to-play players get the artifact now? Oh, that's a good question. I don't think they do. Otherwise, you're paying for power? Well, not necessarily. You're you're paying for power anytime you buy DLC or content because there's new stuff in there you can get like the Wither Horde or whatever well I guess everybody gets Wither Horde free to play get the artifact says Teddy okay
the real King Salty. In your opinion, is it plausible that us becoming guardians of power over time while having light abilities and having three years of darkness focus will lead into the true Destiny MMO? I'm having a hard time thinking they will just off Destiny as a whole after Lightfall. Well, okay, so what King Salty is referencing here is my theory that I've been outlining that right now when you watch any of the footage from anything beyond light and they're creating orbs of light, they're called orbs of power. And I've argued that we are going to slowly over the next couple of years become a guardian of power and no longer be a guardian of light. And then ultimately everything would culminate, you know, in, in lightfall where we would have three darkness subclasses. And at that moment in time, we would be considered a guardian of power. We would dawn a new name, no longer require a connection to the traveler. And we've also went even further with the theory that like why the stranger shows up and she has a ghost that's not a ghost according to Luke Smith. Maybe our ghost evolves with us and becomes something that's not a ghost either because presently the ghost is one of the ways that we are tethered to the Traveler. So that's what he's referencing. He's referencing my theory about us becoming a guardian of power instead of a guardian of light and then would then it become a true MMO. I, you know, I, I don't think the game ends with Lightfall. Um... You know, the Pete Parsons indicated that by 2025 there'll be a multi-game, there'll be a multi-franchise developer, and Destiny 2 will be significantly evolved, and that means that we would essentially then need more years. You can't get to 2025 and be like, yeah, we haven't made any Destiny content in in two or three years, but we're a multi-franchise developer. They they could be considered a multi-franchise developer right now then, right? Because they made a bunch of Halos and they stopped making Halos. So if they stop making Destiny and stop adding the Destiny, you can't consider yourself a multi-franchise developer just because you added on matter. 2021 is Witch Queen, 2022 is Lightfall. There's three years. Like, you got to get from 2022 to 2025. Unless he misspoke, I don't think he did misspeak. I think there'll be another three years at that point where things significantly change. Maybe we do choose a side. Um, Maybe we we do have a, a divide in the game between Light and Dark Guardians that adjusts your experience and your social space and where you go and what your mission audio is like and 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 all and the rest so it if if that's where we're headed then i don't think you're ever going to feel like it's a true mmo that requires seven or eight hours of grinding and a paid subscription and you know nothing casual the game is still always going to retain i think it's it's destiny identity I just, I don't see this game becoming some truly grindable, you know, grindy, grindy, crazy, hot, hardcore MMO. I think that's why they said action MMO. It's always going to have that approachable action arcade-ish feel, you know, accessible feel to it. I don't think that's going to go away. Neo Cage, uh, or Neo Cage says... Do you think Bungie will replace the artifact with another upgrade system, grinding mechanic, or scrap it altogether to make room for different ideas? Well, I don't think they're going to... um, I don't think they're going to come up with something brand new. No. You would either get rid of it and allow the... You would get rid of it and allow for everything else to contain it whether it's like mods and the ghost mods on your armor mods on your gun and then the aspects and the fragments right so you would either have it showing up like that it like that's the dispersion right you're taking everything that was in the artifact it's kind of staying in the games and in the game and you're you're dispersing it you're dispersing it or i think you would change it evolve it and and deepen it and make it better i don't think they would i don't think they would go so far as to say, yeah, it didn't really do what we want, so we're creating a whole new system. Where it's no longer called the artifact; it's called this instead. I, of the three options, getting rid of it and kind of dispersing the mods throughout the game, or keeping it and updating it, and the third option being replacing it with something else. I think the third option, replacing it with something else, is the least likely because I, I just feel that would that would be too much work when they already had good framework. On, on the artifact itself. 
Matt with the next question. If the artifact is gone, thus removing bonus light levels, will there be another way for okay or bad players to manage pain uh, for the harder content? Yeah, I mean, this is a tough one because I wonder... I wonder how many... Um, you know, how, how many players fit this bill? How many players are bad or casual but need that bonus power level for harder content? Uh, first and foremost, if they, I don't think they're going to get rid of it, or at the very least, I don't think they're going to get rid of the bonus leveling because the bonus leveling just pairs up really, really well with the season pass. Like, excuse me, this is why I thought the idea to um, put the bonus level in the season pass, I thought was a great idea. I thought, you know, that's a good suggestion to retain it and put it into the one of the things it feels attached to, but but don't remove it altogether. I don't know how many people are like, oh man, I need that bonus power or I'm not going to go play hard content. There's probably not a lot of people that fit that bill. Um, I mean, I'm grinding for the, pl- the plus 20 just because it's something to do and then you get the little triumph, but I'm not really a triumph guy. It's more about the, I got to 17 or 18. Why not keep going? Hit the 20. And I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm usually not that kind of player anyway. It's just, it's, it's something to do. So if, um, yeah, if, if, if this is a quantifiable amount of the community of people that are like, oh, I really want to go into harder content, but man, oh man, I can't do it now without that bonus leveling. I don't know how many people fit that bill. I think there's other good reasons to keep, you know, keep the artifact and bonus level in the game. That's not a strong enough reason from where I sit. Leveny. Is it possible that Bungie is going to revert us back to the D1 artifact system given the theory of power squishing 1060 to 60? While these artifacts weren't as customizable as our current ones, they did offer interesting stats and bonuses. This is a slight repeat. I mean, somebody asked about this earlier, but I can talk about the power squishing. Some people are like, what is that? There are some theories floating around that we're going to get a power squish, and this is based off of a screenshot from the new Triumphs update that they did a couple weeks ago or a week ago, where it showed the the person that was looking in their Triumphs only had a power score of like 469 or something. And that's not even possible. It isn't. You can't be that low. You make a brand new character you know, right now, nobody can be 469. So some people are thinking like, oh, well, that's a power squish. They're going to drop us from 1060 to 60. You know, if your if your gun says it can infuse up to 1360, it'll just drop to 360. Like they're going to create that uh, that structure. But even then, that would be crazy. Why is someone in the 400s? So I I truly don't know what their plan is there. Um, I don't want to say anything definitive after some screenshots because their testing environments tend to tend to have things in them that don't end up in the game, whether it's a weapon model that they just use in the testing environment, or we've, there's another screenshot from a trailer on Xbox where it shows the, you know, the players at like 31 or something. Uh, someone suggested that the squish would take away 750. So 750 becomes zero and 1060 becomes 310. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe. That might be hard to explain to people, though. Like, why am I suddenly 310? Um, or maybe that's just the way they want to do it. They just want to yank that 750 out. And that would make sense as to why you're seeing people in the 400s. Or somebody at 31? Like, what is that? <laughs> what is 31? Um, I don't know. I think this week we get information on leveling and or the artifact. We know that Trials and Sandbox will be sometime in October. Um, Actually, will this week be Festival? No, next week's TWAB will probably be about Festival of the Lost because that starts on October the 6th, I think. So next week's TWAB will probably be about Festival of the Lost. This week I could see them finally dipping in and saying, like, here's our plans for leveling. Here's our plans for the artifact. They're, you know, they are changing significantly. Um, I can drop below 700. I saved great items from launch. Uh, which now shows zero. I did the forge grind and it probably would have helped. Oh, if you did the forge grind. Yeah, I mean, but nobody can go down to like whatever the whatever the one screen was, 400. And even if that's how you get there, uh, Buddha, I don't think that's why they showed us a screenshot of somebody at 400, you know? That seems to be really, really specific on how you even get below 750. 
Animus, with the possibility of armament mods being retired, do you think there's potential for those mods to return in, in future artifacts, giving us the mods based on the major combatants we will see in a great mission? Uh, I see this as a harder, uh, uh, as a way, I'm sorry, to satisfy those concerned about the uh, absurd power of those mods. Well, okay, so step one, the question would be, do armament mods need removed? I honestly feel like if if you're honest with yourself and even if you like using them, it's kind of like when I used Skull of the Dire Ahamkara before it was nerfed. I just had to admit it was busted. I was like, this is straight broken, busted. This needs to be nerfed. So even if you like using, even if you like using the, um, the, the what am, what am I t- the, the armor mods even if you like using them you have to admit that the stuff is just absolutely straight 100% broken um and i'm not saying that they they need to they need to never do anything like this again it coming back second part of your question it coming back and being a uh, a seasonal mod or a seasonal injection into you know into the content by giving you that that option on the artifact well at least then it's kind of kept in check it's only around for three months as you're saying it would be in relation to the it'd be in relation to the combatants and the major combatants that we're fighting um i think that would be a good way of doing it and then it goes away after three months you know because in general i think that was one of the good things that the artifact brought is that for three months, there's a thing you can do, and then it goes away. And they're not taking your gun away. They're not taking your armor or your exotics away. It's just this thing. Oppressive Darkness is the best example. Um, they're busted, but conversely, I've had runs in Nightfalls where I've never had a single heavy brick drop. We had a huge debate about this earlier. Well, I wouldn't say huge. We had a debate about this earlier where... I went through the entire interference mission, which is an endgame environment. I'm seeing swords the entire time. It's a conditional delta. It's basically contest modifier uh, all the time. And the, uh, the argument we were having is I went through the entire interference mission and I got two purple bricks to drop and they were both finder bricks so they gave me, you know, two rounds in my Xenophage. And people were like, but Lono, you could have run Ammo Finder and Ammo Scavenger or uh, Ammo Reserves and it would have helped. And I'm like, isn't that boring to you? Isn't going into your armor and having to spec out and spend energy and resources just to get the game to give you ammo on a reasonable amount, like at a reasonable interval. Isn't that boring? That's boring to me. I would rather outfit myself in min max and get new abilities, get new utility, get new things I can do. Not, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really, really glad I spent all that time raising the level of all my armor so that I could, you know, squeeze ammo out of the freaking game. No, I, I like, and that's why armaments are a problem because you can have uptime on your grenade and give yourself heavy, you know, every what, 50 seconds or something, you know, every minute or so you're constantly having grenade uptime, maybe even less than that. If you're running a demolitionist gun, you could, you could have heavy for forever, essentially, if you want. Um, I mean, you could conceivably get a machine gun with demolitionist on it and, maybe, maybe, uh, with armaments have a, a, a heavy uptime that's, that's arguably broken because your ammo economy on a machine gun is stupid. The amount of enemies you got to kill. I mean, can you get demolitionist on a machine gun? If you can, that would be, I mean, a great, great, uh, and, and honestly fun build, but that trivializes content too. When you have a heavy ammo uptime, that's conceivably, you know, it's kind of broken where you always use your heavy the entire time. And you keep feeding heavy back to yourself with a demolitionist build and then throwing grenades at, you know, um, at the trash ads. So there's two extremes. I can't get any ammo to drop or I can get ammo all the time. And in both those scenarios, I think there's a happy medium where I think the ammo economy should just be healthier in the game. So we're not even having this freaking question. Edgewise has demo. Oh, 
this just shouldn't be a question with armaments and a machine gun and demo you can run it for forever yeah like that's broken like you shouldn't be able to go an entire i should not end an interference end game mission and be like i got no heavy the entire time that's stupid i'm killing majors i'm killing mini bosses where's the ammo right on the flip side you can run through and just run machine gun the whole time that's your primary you're using it on majors you're using it on bosses and you just constantly have ammo for it like that's equally busted in another way there's two extremes going on here uh, the idea we came up with earlier it was Kelia who said what if you had a finisher energy and every two minutes when you use your finisher, finisher you can choose what you get so every two minutes your finisher is a power finisher is what he called it where it gives you power ammo or you can select other benefits and perks but it's got its own cooldown that never changes you know every two minutes your finisher does something for you generates ammo generates super energy something to where you're because I think finishers need more utility in the game and I think it'd be a great way uh, to do it um, that might be a good talk right give finishers utility would probably be a pretty good talk um give finishers utility that might be a good video and then give them uh let's see give them energy cooldown like melee yeah i think i think that would be i think that there's i think there's good potential there i think there's good potential there to to make finishers have more utility, uh, I liked I liked finishers in uh, Master Nightmare Hunt time trials because you would get certain enemies low enough and you'd use you'd use the finisher to kill an enemy. You're like, oh, it's finishable, it's finishable. That was like a, that was we we were almost using finishers as a mechanic, and I like that. I I think they've touched on it with the use your finisher to get heavy, use your finisher to get secondary ammo. Um, I feel like they've gotten really, really close. They've gotten really, really close to, uh, to making finishers feel worthwhile. And the reason they've gotten close is because there were, there were instances where you could use it for something or in, in one case, it's almost like an execution. If you think of, uh, you know, you think of doom, you think of doom, it's an execution that serves a purpose and I think it, it, it was it could be similar to that as well. Finishers right now, I only do them when I have like a, a bounty, and I'm like, eh, and then I don't want to do it again. So, good question and answer. Not not a full hour, but that's understandable. You know, the artifacts not a huge huge topic. Thank you guys for the discussion. We may or may not have a VIP call, and again, some of these subjects aren't spurring debate and discourse like others but I'm sure that'll start to pick up again like we had with all the Crucible, Gambit and Vanguard updates. The TWA will continue to spur discussion. Also very soon we will do a a conversation and talk about will Stasis hurt the Crucible and that will probably, we'll have a co-host with Wolverine and then I'm sure we'll have good back and forth and discussion about that so as always if you're listening elsewhere you can catch me live at say no to rage.com if you're here live don't go anywhere we're going to keep hanging out and talking but if you are listening elsewhere please like share and subscribe